we decided to bring our intimate conversations to you through our podcast, Pillow Talking. Welcome. Welcome, welcome. Welcome to Pillow Talking, the only podcast shot in the bed. I'm JT. And I'm Nene. And this week, um, let's just get right into it. So much to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, let's start with the Gail King situation. Let's just get yeah. that out the way now. Um, Funky if, dog head. <laughs> yeah. So if you don't know, um, Kobe Bryant, you know, passed away, and um, a lot of people still mourning, grieving, normal stuff. When you know a friend or an idol passes away, mm-hmm. um, Gail King got the opportunity to sit down with Lisa Leslie. And she brought up uh, Kobe's sexual assault case in regards to his legacy. Yeah. Lisa Leslie said she didn't, not only did she not see that side of Kobe, she also didn't, she said she wouldn't let that case affect her, how she saw his legacy pretty much. So Gail was like, you wouldn't see it anyway. Basically, basically, Gail asked her a question, got a legit answer back. But didn't like the but answer. But didn't like so... that answer because it didn't fit her opinion. Yeah. And you could, like, even if she would have never even said anything, you could read it all over her face. Like, she was, like, really disgusted that Lisa Leslie as a woman defended Kobe yeah. almost. That's, that's what it felt like to me. And that's why a lot of people, that's why she got the backlash she did. It wasn't because of the question. The initial question was legitimate. As a journalist, you're supposed to ask tough questions. Yeah. She asked the question about Kobe's legacy. Lisa Leslie then replied, gave her a answer that she didn't like, and she pushed back. So of course, when after you push back, when somebody has answered a question, you look like the bad guy automatically. Yeah, but her, well, and her, like, demeanor was just negative, even answering the question. Like, she knew already, well, what she thought of the question, you know, which was negative, you know. Well, that's my, that's what I'm saying. And As a so journalist, you should ask questions yeah, you should be like that. You should be yeah. biased. You should just be yeah. asking questions. Yeah. Like, that was a... And definitely not showing that you wanted to be, like, she was forcing her, trying to force right. her to say something ugly. So then, of course, after the... The clip, the the interview had already been posted, but CBS decided to put out the clip of that one part of the interview. It goes bananas. Like, everybody's talking about it from um, regular people to celebrities to, you know, friends of Kobe's teammates. Yeah, everybody. And so, Gail was getting backlash. Like, people were calling her out her name, which I thought was too far. People were threatening her, which I thought was too far. But that's what happens when you mess with somebody who people view as like such an idol like it's gonna it's bound to happen like people are still mourning he's not even been memorialized yet and yeah this was si- before he even had a funeral like well, that still was not a funeral no he did have it no they had a memorial no i just saw on facebook on facebook that they had a private funeral oh i thought they scheduled a private funeral. oh no no well it was two weeks well ago. the point is that they, it was monday when this interview happened, he still hadn't been, like, funeralized yet. Or yeah, like, people, were, his wife and him, like, still was, like, like that was too early, for first of all. Like, yeah, the, the man it, ain't even in the ground good enough. Wasn't think, even in the ground. Well, the thing that, so I'll say this, two things. Gail King was wrong, and even from a professional's point of view, she was wrong. 
Mm-hmm. Like, being, I work in news. I'm fortunate enough to be around a lot of high-level journalists at Fox. You can't get away with that. Like, if somebody were to do that in my job, there would be consequences. You can't ask questions with, like, this persuasive intent. Yeah. Because it it undermines your whole, general, like, it, it's just a bad look. Yeah. So, first thing is, people, the people who were giving Gail backlash about her journalism was completely cool. But I didn't think people, I didn't like how people were kind of coming at her, like, you know, calling out her name, threatening her. Like, that's a 70-year-old woman. Yeah. At, at the end of the day, like, yes, yeah, she was wrong, but yes, yeah, she <laughs> they did They did not wrong. have to send her th- death threats. Those yeah, like, dramatic Snoop Dogg too. went too far. Boosie went too far. They just went too far. But, I mean, Snoop, Boosie didn't curse. She didn't call her out her name. He cursed, like right, he right, said. Right, but Snoop Dogg Snoop Snoop Dog Dog went too far. Yeah, and he yeah, it was it's funny. I'm sorry, it was. Funny. It was funny. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. But it was yeah, funny. you know. Yeah, but but then like, again, it's like I expect that because that's just this day and right, age. Somebody but, gonna do something. Right, and the thing is, and D.L. Hughley said it to me the best. He was saying, "Gail King, we would have appreciated more, like, cause you know she had her little response to the backlash. She was, you know, hurt, couldn't sleep, had to hire security, <laughs> all that. And like D.L. Hughley said, if you would have came." back to everybody and being look I know I messed up but and I know I'm getting all this backlash and how I feel but it's nothing compared to what Kobe family is going through right now and you know if she'd have been empathetic instead of trying to take that moment like that you're going through that what you're going through right now Vanessa Bryant his other three daughters his family his teammates that nobody cares that somebody called you out your name. Right. That's why I was like, like, that's what people were doing. That's why people did that. I think right. they were and, angry and because people, like, she has no empathy it's at no empathy. all. It's the same thing with Oprah. Like, instead like, of getting on TV you, and saying, yeah, Gail King, my friend, is going through. No, that has that. But that, in comparison to what Kobe and his family is going through, yeah. it's literally no comparison. And how it happened. Now, if they like, came and said that, I would have been like, you know what? They get it. Like, yeah, they had they. They could have waited. Yeah, they had their issues, but they get it. They could have waited. To me, is my whole thing. Right, but I'm not saying no. But they I, wanted a story. Open yeah, it all I get, the time. But my thing is, even if they didn't wait, you have the right to ask the question, but be satisfied with the answer you get. And, and but they were being time. malicious at that right. moment, so it wasn't okay. Cool. Even as well. but but um, Oprah has a, a very um. She has a past of that, doing that stuff. Like, well, yeah, she did it, to Tony Braxton, like, on air. Like, that was... Right, it's very... So, but Gail... But the thing with Gail and Oprah, the reason why they're not getting any, like, passes now is because they have stood by other white men yeah. and not have, have not called them out. So, that just makes it literally have worse. proof in, in our, you know... And, I've seen, and I see people, like, don't let white men be the standard. It's not that white men are the standard that we're trying to live to. It's, it's just a hypocrisy that... White men, we're not saying that like Bill Cosby and, and R. Kelly should be free from jail. I'm not those type yeah, of people. They deserve their punishment. They did do but that. at the same time, we just letting the white people literally run around. Right. They should be getting that same punishment. Like we should be consistent across the board. Because when you think about it, white people don't do that. Like I'm they not, go find like another Snoop race Dogg to. And them, uh, they was like free Cosby. I'm not. I'm not crazy. No. Like no. If you, my thing was white people. Why we got to be the ones to do that? 
Like what right. Boosie said was right. Your own people. Like why? Right. And did that, that's why you I heard that? so much. Why did you? Because do even that? though it was a few white reporters and stuff saying stuff and that comedian, yeah, it was It's like we expect that. Like right. nowadays, like we we expect them not to have the empathy towards the, it. Yeah. But for our own people to be like, let's bring this up now. And yeah, once really. again, it's not that she just brought it up. I want to make it clear. She had a right to ask a question. It's the fact that after she got an answer that was not only very clear, like Lisa Leslie literally told, like, I went to the clubs with him. I didn't see this behavior. I know how NBA yeah, players man. act. She gave I examples. never saw that behavior from him. I never saw him be forceful with any woman. When I saw other NBA players doing it, he never made me feel uncomfortable. She gave, like, the perfect answer. Like, nothing. she left nothing. Like, no. She didn't even acknowledge us. She said, I know other NBA players who actually do this. Right, but like, no, the thing is about Lisa Leslie, Lisa Leslie has been a vocal person about that whole culture. So that's why I believe her. When If, if she's going to sit there and say, I've seen other players act like this, act, try to get girls and, you know, the whole locker room culture, I never saw that from Kobe. That's just a added benefit because I already believe that if you read the case, it's already a crazy case for one. But I just right. believe after after hearing people really close to Kobe all say the same thing. I don't believe he did it. Yeah. I, and, and and then the, the evidence is yeah, really evidence like. Is, uh, it's not. No, I do believe they might have slept together. Yeah. No, but they, did he didn't, to, they did sleep together. I just don't he think. He didn't. It, it I was. Don't think it was. It was. Unconsensual. Yeah. No way. Or not consensual. I, and I just don't no believe way. it. I could be wrong. I just don't believe it. That, I don't either. Based off the evidence of the case, mm-hmm. based off some of the evidence about the uh, accuser, like I just, Mm-mm. I just don't Mm-mm. believe that one. And like mm-hmm. I I'm normally, I normally lean toward women because I know they don't, um, you know, people never listen to them and don't believe them. But that case, like those specific details, mm. yeah, it's not like the others. So yeah, but so. The main topic I really want to talk about this week was kind of to uh, going to Valentine's Day. Why, why do women? I'm asking you this: Why do women think that sex is a gift? <laughs> I don't know. That's if you don't stop yawning on the mic like that. Well, I mean, it is pillow talking. Right. <laughs> Control your yawns. No. But answer the question though. Um, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm guessing. Honestly, that is a great question. I, I don't think it's a gift because I'm literally like scrolling my timeline. I mean, you should be getting all you that. see is girls like oh like, yeah, like they go rent a hotel. No, no, no. Oh. It's like the girls like covered in chocolate. Like oh, this yeah, how I'm trying to be on Valentine's. Yeah. And this is what I'm doing for my man. It's just like that's still why, sex. Why is sex a gift for a man? But if a dude ever came for Valentine's <laughs> Day, like. Hey, I got um, some sex for you. You well, gonna be because, mad. Well, that's good. That's almost like that's like um they they want to say that. Well, I guess I feel like they probably feed into the doll culture of a man. Like that's all he literally wants. Like he don't want anything else. But, saying, but even sex. even if that's all a man wants. No, so say I'm you're saying, in a relationship. No, I'm saying I don't say think that is. In, no, this is what I'm saying. Say you're in a relationship. All a man want is sex. Why, if that's the case, and you always giving them sex, why do you feel like? Just because you do it on Valentine's Day makes it a gift now. Yeah, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what I'm saying. That's dumb. I don't know. I just don't like that culture. I, for one, I I think Valentine's Day is a mutual holiday. Like we we made it just about the woman, but why can't women also take time to show their love and appreciation? Like right, give men their flowers. I'm That's all I'm JC saying. Like, and I, I don't. I'm not saying just the woman kidding. has to set up the date, <laughs> do all that. No, 
I'm just saying, like, it's nothing wrong with doing something for you, man. Like, we had this discussion at work. Like, some of my coworkers was, was like, I didn't even know I'm supposed to get a gift for my boyfriend or my husband for Valentine's Day. Like, some yeah. people really think like that because that's the culture we live in. Like, and then there's some men who be like, "Don't get me. Any, I'm not. I don't want anything about Valentine's Day." Well, that's different, silly. but they say it. Don't but, do it. But my thing is, no, I'm saying that there are people. I'm no, I'm just saying for the people. Like, if your man says that you, he don't want to. Like, okay, listen, like. But, you know, I mean, get us something like a note, you know, a card, That's what I'm saying. Like some something things. to, you know, just a little extra just appreciative. Thoughtful, just like, like your thoughts on it, write your thoughts on a paper of how you think every day, you know. Like, That's what I'm saying. Like, just be thoughtful. Do like, sticky notes around the house. Like, I don't, like, yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's just yeah. simple. It ain't got to be nothing crazy. Like, That's how literally JT married me, seriously. Oh, what? I put sticky notes. I love sticky notes in his apartment. I wait. Say that again. That's how I did what? That's how you married me. From stick? What are you talking about? You don't remember when I gave all them sticky notes all over? And he was like, oh my God, I just like. Yeah, so I do remember we did a sticky note. That's not why I married you. It's just a joke. You being dramatic. Oh, I, I thought you were serious. I can't see you. It's dark in here. <laughs> but anyway. Um, so yeah, Valentine's Day is coming up. Be thoughtful. Yeah. Get your person to give. Oh, I will say, don't do something, though, because I did this for JT, and he really made me sad because he didn't like my gift. It's still on the counter. Don't put your feelings down in a mason jar, okay? No, let me explain. This is the dumbest gift of all time. (laughs) Dominique writes, so she takes, (laughs) cuts up paper, she writes sweet notes on them, puts it in a mason jar. I asked Dominique, am I supposed to take the notes out, read it, put it back? She's like, yeah. So every day she's like, just pull it out. Read it, put it back. I did it for four days in a row and kept pulling out the same one. What in So then I was like, can I throw away it? No. She's like, no, don't throw away the message. So I'm like, Dominique, I'm going to keep pulling the same few. Like, it makes no sense. It's a dumb gift. Like, you could have balled the other ones up. So then you would know that the bald ones are the ones you so don't So then now when I go to do it again, they're all going to be balled up. Oh, my God. But then guess what? Them. This like, year, now you can look at them because they're still there. You didn't even look at all of them. So this year, I'm going to re-give you that gift and I'm going <laughs> to give you some instructions. Yeah, cause that was just dumb. I took my time, y'all. I hot glued you stuff on there. You took your time to make a jar and uh, write stuff. That uh, took five. That's what we talk about. Girls be acting like stuff take all day. That took <laughs> all serious? of ten minutes. But that took my thought process. That took my creativity. Yeah, but to it do took that. all of ten minutes to do. It doesn't Stop matter how like, long it took. I took, but I was getting burned by hot glue. You slow. <laughs> anyway, let's move on to the. To the elephant in the room, so we are both parents. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole situation with Dwayne Wade, Gabrielle Union, and their child, their twelve-year-old child, and his, her, his—I don't know. His, his, her. They are saying, okay. So this is the thing, Dwayne. If you don't know, Dwayne Wade has a twelve-year-old child. He's the middle who kid. was born a boy named Zion, I think. I think it's Zion. Yeah, I think it was Zion. So his son grows up, lives his life as a uh, as a boy. When he starts getting about eight or nine, I think he starts saying he identifies as a woman, starts you know dressing like a woman, acting like a woman. And now that he's 12, he's officially said, I'm a woman. So Dwayne Wade and his wife, Gabrielle Union, decide to support that decision. They Try change his name, name to Zaya. Instead of Zion, so they actually changed his name to Zion, and he went on uh, Ellen, and literally it was like from this day forward, 
please, you know, address my child as Zaya, not Zion anymore. Uh, she's chosen to be uh, identified as a woman. So then oh it God. creates this paradigm for <laughs> parents all across the world because I, a lot, so this is the issue. I, we want to have this conversation. Like, I would love to sit across from Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle you and talk to them because I want to know why they're comfortable with letting a 12 year old decide, decide what his life will such be. a such a huge part of his life what yeah. you this that's is that's a huge change like, so your identification is going to shape how you do a lot of different things mm-hmm. so if you're going to say i so what there's their argument is at 12 he had, is old enough to have know what self, he wants in self-awareness and self yeah. thing and know what he wants so a part of me is like when i was 12 <laughs> And I'm not even trying to be funny. I'm being serious. It's true. This I mean, a 12 year old. JT. Yeah. So this is this middle is sixth school grade, JT. seventh grade. This is seventh, eighth grade. No, sixth, seventh, sixth, seventh. Seventh no. is twelve. So yeah, he's twelve. Yeah. So yeah, so this is seventh grade. Yeah. So seventh or eighth grade, JT. Mm-hmm. When I was seventh in seventh grade. or eighth grade, I was not in a place to be aware of myself. Does that make is something wrong with me? I don't know. I just know it. No, that's at that just... age, I didn't even. I didn't even start learning myself to, man, probably right, 16 could, or 17 when I really started becoming like a young man, like learning who I was. Like, I didn't even think about that yeah, stuff until I was <laughs> older, mature in the head. Like it wasn't even a, a And then people, in honestly, bro, people go, people meet 19, 20 in college and still don't know who right, they are. Right, like we, we see like, all the time, we see people. Still don't know what they want to be. Still graduate don't. college, still don't know who they are. Yeah, still like, don't know what, wh- why like, are they here like, on this earth? So I mean, a part of me, I like, don't understand. this is why I want to have a conversation with them and other parents because I want to talk to parents. I don't want to talk to Facebook because Facebook, anytime you ask why you're, you're transphobic, you're homophobic, just because you literally... This is brand new. Like, this concept, like, 20 years ago, when we were growing up, we didn't see that. I went to, I promise you, God is my witness, I cannot recall seeing any trans person in my grade school years. I didn't see that stuff until I got to college. I don't know if you can say the same, but I did not see that. So don't, you know what I'm saying? So nowadays when I have questions and I want to ask Dwayne Wade, you know, how are you so comfortable with letting a 12-year-old decide that? that okay, that's that's my only question. Like, And being all open like that. I mean, a lot of other people are saying that they wish they would just keep it private because it's just like, why? Like, he's 12. So if he wants thing, to change, so, you need to keep that private. Is, okay, he's 12. So Zion was 12, changed his name to Zion. He developed as a woman. What happens when he gets puberty? a sex, a sex and my chain. thing, like, no, my thing is, so how far do you go? Do you do you do you start hormone treatment? Do you are you gonna really do that to a twelve year old? That's what I'm saying. They are be doing really, it. They do be doing it. Are you gonna do it. sex like you know actual gen um uh genital change. change? Like how far are you gonna go? Or is are you just gonna let him say like that's my thing? Are you yeah, how committed what are is you? It? Cause are you just gonna be like, oh, let him do his thing? We don't, you know what I'm saying? We gonna support it because you deep down think it might be a phase or something. Cause I know parents that have well, that's kids have smart. done, have let's just say maybe 
girls, oh, they have a phase right now, and they grow out of it. You know, yeah, what I'm just like the tomboy phase. Right, that's what I'm saying. So is it that type of thing? And like these are legit questions I have, and I want to have open dialogue with people and parents, but I don't want to have to deal with being called transphobic, being called homophobic, because I want to better well, understand. I don't it. understand is that they're okay when we were in school for child, you know, the childcare stuff. The children, our books are made by child psychologists. Right. Child children, like child psychologists, literally tell you that the young kids are not able to make life-changing decisions well, because the, their our, that's the brain most, is not developed. That's the argument, argument most people are making. But then there's psychologists that saying that's like trans, you know, that that agree with the LGBT community that be saying, oh no, they're they are old enough to no, they're not. Y'all, I mean, what are y'all gonna do? Are y'all gonna prove that? But, but that thing, takes this, years. This is my only thing. <laughs> if so, for Dwayne Wade, son, this is why I'm. I'm not saying I'm. I'm glad it happened to him, but I feel like this is the first time we ever seen that. Well, Magic Johnson's son. That's a little bit different because we didn't get to see it at a young age. I don't remember. Yeah, I think he was like what sixteen. He was older when that happened. Yeah, seventeen. So, but this is the first case where it's like a literally a child that we watch grow up now is trying to you know yeah reassign his gender or whatever. So for me, I like it because it's going to force us to have a conversation. But to me, I'm like, what happens if um, this child? has a growth spurt post-puberty because his dad is a tall NBA player. What happens if he is now 6'7"? Yeah. Does, you know what I'm saying? Like, what happens if, not even, let's not even go that far. What happens if he, like his brother, he's 6'4", 6'5", he picks, he falls in love with the game of basketball. Yeah. He's a late bloomer. Like, or what happens if he, you know, picks up a sport or what? Because, I mean, I don't right. care what you what what um, the child identifies as, he's still Dwayne Wade's son. He has his genetic predisposition to be athletic, to be tall. Now we know that these genes are stuff like we know that the tall gene, the athletic gene, clearly can be affected by environmental factors and mm-hmm. you know behaviors and does he play or whatever. But let's mm-hmm. just say it happens. Like you never know. We don't know what like at twelve. Think about yourself at 12. We all the grow. Like, when I was 12, Completely I was different. short. And I was taller than everybody. All the boys, everybody. That's what I'm saying. So, when <laughs> I was 12, I wasn't tall. I didn't grow right. until my 10th, 10th grade year in high school. <laughs> and like, then I stopped growing. Like, I really just had, like, grade. a growth spurt <laughs> over the summer. I came back six, almost five, six inches taller. Like, so, yeah. that's my only thing and I'm I was talking about. As a parent, I'm like, man. I get, my thing, I, what I what I worry about as a parent is, I'm thinking about okay, if I let him go for it, because you know, once you open that kind of worms, they're gonna always have people pushing him to do more. Oh, but well, do more! You got y'all got money, so y'all can do the whole thing. Like, do more, you know. So that's I'm, I'm thinking, saying, like, though, that's why I want to have a conversation with them or any parent who supports this and be like, well, how far is it? Like, you're gonna get the sex change? Is it you're gonna start hormone? Because to me, that and like, I don't. It's not. I don't care what anybody says. It's not transphobic. <laughs> it's not because I because I don't think a twelve year old kid should get hormone that has nothing that they don't need. Phobic is a phobia. You're I'm not afraid. afraid. Of that. Exactly. I don't think a twelve year old kid should be getting any hormone. It's about right and wrong. Any hormone. I, I, I don't care if it's a straight hormone. I don't think any twelve year old child should be getting hormone treatments unless it's necessary for their survival. Yeah. I don't think they should be doing that to their bodies. Like that's the whole point of puberty. Yeah. Like we it are, does we, it by itself. We are naturally 
there's a natural pattern of life, a growth, a metamorphosis yeah. that has to take place. And I feel like when you start messing with that, you, it, I don't know. I just feel like it's overstepping boundaries. You know, it's like, oh my God, like, wow. When are we going to stop? And that's what I'm afraid of, the future. Because it's just like, this is happening now. I can't even imagine what will be what people will be trying to do in the future. My thing is, I'm just torn on, I'm torn about the situation because as a father, I respect Dwayne Wade. Because I know as a father, I will always love my kids. Right or wrong, whatever decisions they make, whatever. Yeah. I will always, my love for them is unconditional. Right. It is what it is. It's unconditional love. It, it don't disappear because they do something I don't like. They yeah, choose to work I mean, that's all in the a time. career I don't People do like. that all the time. They yeah. choose to move away. What I, My love is unconditional. So I appreciate that part of Dwayne Wade's. Um, stance. I'm just confused about as a parent. Our our job is to parent our kids, right? And then like think Until about it. Able what to if take care of themselves? So it's kind of hard for me as a parent. As a that's father, what I was telling somebody to today. Like I have a 11 or 12 year old making these grown grown person decisions. decisions. And that's, that's, how, that's just how and that's but and people don't realize the role of a parent though no more. Like nobody saying. cares about parents parent anymore. Parenting is tough because I feel like I feel like people want to be more friends than yeah. parents. And you gotta realize you And there's this new society that's you don't pushing have to be that a on people. Bad parent, but a part of parenting is navigating and kind of controlling, yeah, supervising your child's path. Sometimes to it's saying no. Sometimes it's saying wait. That's what I'm saying. It's just it's but they part, don't want to hear that. Your job as a parent is literally to navigate, and literally, I, I think of it like, man, I'm trying to think of a good analogy. As a parent, you're making better. You're making decisions for your child at that moment. Like just like if they're. When they're adolescents, because that's what it is. Like, but my thing is, I look at it like this. This is a good. This is the best way I can put it. It's, say our kids are running a race, and adulthood is the finish line. Mm-hmm. As parents, I feel like we are supposed to be on the side of them, keeping them in that lane of growth. In their lane, yeah. So they get to adulthood. That's our goal as parents, not to let them venture off and go here, venture off and go there. Yeah. Our goal, just to guide. Our it's to guide you and, and get you to adulthood. When I want you to grow, working, you do what you want. And you, I don't know why people be. Um, I don't care what you do. Be, I will still love you. I will still give you my opinion. But once you're grown and literally taking care of yourself. Like a lot of people get mad about black people for that. But that's really true. Once you're grown, you could do what you want. You know how people be like, no, well, when you're in my house, you know, this is the rules. Like, no, that's until you no. grow. But that's, that's really no, true. No, <laughs> like, if you're in my house. You're gonna follow my rules because I pay the bills. Yeah, like you're care. not an I'm adult. I'm not the type. Like. No, I'm not one of the black parents who just go kick their kids out at yeah. 18. But as long as you live in my house, it you gonna respect my rules. Yeah. Now, if you get to a point 18, 19, 20, you don't want to live here because you don't want my rules. Right. You want to do what you want. Fine, move out. Right. But I'm not gonna just let you do whatever under my house. Like that makes no sense. My house go have rules. And structure, like it is what it have, is. And it is what it is. You're not just gonna do what you want in my house. And, and that's, that's why, yeah, perfectly fine. And I don't like. That's why I don't like that they put this stigma that black people just kick their children out because I really don't believe that. I just feel like we all well, be leaving because I think. No, I personally think if they have I, a job, no, I, I don't. Black people, a lot of black people, especially the older generation, back then, yeah, but not. And now. I would say some of the generation now, it's not that they kick them out. It's just the fact they just stop supporting them. Like, I know for a fact that it's a lot of black people that be like, yeah, you can stay with me 
stay in my house, but I'm not gonna support you anymore. Like you need to give me some of your like you working like so as opposed to like white Asian families, they'll let you live under their house and not force you to give them money for the bills. Like they'll let you stack your money up, save all mm-hmm. that. As opposed to black families, like no, if you go live eat my food, you gonna be buying groceries, you gonna be paying a bill. Like you know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah. more. I, you can my financial support stops yeah. at 18. But yeah. for other races, I feel like they will support you, especially if you're in school or try to start, you know, save up for a business. Like, they'll support you for that. But a lot of, majority of black people, we, we kind of pull away at 18, 19, like, financially support. Yeah. And that's where we can be better. I feel like we can be smarter. Instead of pulling away, maybe uh, all the way away, we can pull away some away. You know, it's ways to do it, more effective ways to do yeah. it. That's what I'm saying. But the whole thing with Dwayne Wade's son, like, that's why I would love to speak to a parent who went through this. Because as a parent, um, I just want to know, like you said, like, how do you allow a child to make this decision? And then what happens when... And this is my only question. It is not, and I'm going to say it again, this is not transphobic or homophobic. What happens if this, if, if Zaya now... Post puberty, if they don't do any hormone treatment, decides to identify as a man again. Yeah. So now it's like, <laughs> like then what? Do you go back? And to then Zion? think about what if? And think about what if he get ang- like upset at his parents for just doing that? Like you were supposed to be my parent, and you allow me to yeah, make what this, if he had this life change. Yeah, yeah, like. So, but my thing is not even that. Dom. Don't even think of that type of stuff. I'm just literally being cut and dry. Like, what if? He oh yeah, you as, are. But I'm saying I thought 17. about that today because emotional stuff is serious too. But yeah, nowadays. but what is sixteen or seventeen? Is like I want to be, I identify as a guy again. Dude. Oh, just hopefully he don't get that change. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's what I'm saying, dude. What do you do as a parent? Then do you be like, well, uh, slap in the face? That's I, a Zion. Yeah. Like that's why, and I'm not trying to be funny, but I'm serious. Like, <laughs> what happens if he turn? If next year he turns thirteen, oh, you know what? I'm not, like, or he no finds more. himself? because no, you know that's like, kids, that's the problem. Like, we, let's be honest. We around kids that age; they literally can change their mind instantly. Like, that's why it's, you know what? it's unstable wanna, to I've pick. Seen, <laughs> I've seen kids literally one year. You know what? I hate basketball. Next year, I want to. I'm starting on the basketball. I've literally team. seen a girl be gay one two weeks, and then the next week she with a boy. Like I've seen girls right. do that all the time, and be like, I'm not gay. I've seen boys literally have stages where they. And I, I promise you, it's gonna sound like I'm lying. They literally, you can watch them go from ill girls are nasty. Two weeks later, having a girlfriend. Right. It, it's that. It's that quick. At that like age. it's just like they just wake like, up. Like from that middle school age, you will see them, that puberty, them hormones start yeah. running. Literally over the summer, they come back a whole other person. Literally. <laughs> like before the summer, they lame, dorky, all that. Come back over the summer, they completely different. Ready yeah. To play sports. Their Looking body has girls, formed, like body starting to change. Yeah. They, 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 so that's what I'm saying. As a kid, just I, like I girls just, with boobs. I mean, they right, boobs like, <laughs> over the summer. That'd be happening. And that's why I'm, and I'm not trying to be funny about Dwayne Wade's son. I'm just saying this guy. Let's be realistic, babe. Dwayne Wade is what six five, a basketball player. What What happens if his son hits puberty and sprouts up? Because he's already skinny. That'd be the ones that be tall, skinny yeah. and tall. Like, what happens if over the summer he go back to school and he six inches, five, six inches taller? 
Mm-hmm. Do and we still feel like that? Right. And then they like, hey, you need to play basketball. And then he plays and they're like, well, I'm a girl. So, so what I'm, I play? And that's another question. Hey, a lot of people <laughs> are saying in the comments, what if he, because I know right now he doesn't like basketball, yeah. but what if literally he grows to start wanting to play basketball for whatever <laughs> reason? Does he play at, he identifies the girl, he to change his name. Is Dwayne Wade's like offspring literally about to play Girls basketball, like you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, girls it's basketball. So or like, male. like, cause that's not fair. I'm sorry. I don't. It's not fair. Say. It's not. If you, if we, and a lot of people say mm-hmm. say that today, like transgender the people playing like the opposite sport, it's not fair. It's not. They need to have their own lane then. And the, I can, the way you prove it for every for anybody who says it's, it's the same thing, take the worst NBA player, <laughs> put him in a WNBA game. He would look like Michael Jordan. Yeah, and it's First, no. We just built it's differently. No it's, you can't to, change it's that. It's no knock to any woman. It's just we are literally built differently. Different. Like our muscles, purposely, our muscles like, are different. Yeah. That's why. That's why. Why do you think women don't really be dunking and slam dunking like that? We are built different. Our muscles are groups. You can take a woman mm-hmm. right now. Let's do. We can do an experiment. Take all the six foot women in WNBA. It's a lot of them. Now let's take some of the six foot people with NBA and let's just do an athletic test. Yeah, you go have all the men go jump higher, all the men go be just like quicker. in the gym, bro. Some women have to work harder than men in the gym, like just to get the same that's results. That's what I'm saying. Like it just and my point, and that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's not fair. So that's why, as a as a father, I'm like, man, I just wouldn't let my I would rather my child resent me and make decision later. Yeah. Then to let him make a decision, then later on, like you said, yeah. he didn't really like it, it. Just was a thing, like so. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just tired of this culture, man. This yes culture, like there's no you can't say no or you can't no, say I'm wait. I'm tired of the culture that if you say no or if you say that's that's cool for his kids, but you know I wouldn't let my kids do it. You're automatically you're transforming, hor- and I'm you're a horrible home. parent. No, no, I'm not. I'm not my kids parent. love me. <laughs> there's no. Until there is a until the U.S. Constitution With a book or has laws yeah. telling me how I need to raise my kids, there I is. will raise my kids exactly. how I see fit. Ain't nothing wrong. I with read them. books. I learn. I my parents raised me. I will develop and raise my kids like my kids, like they're my yeah, kids. Like, they are my kids. They be killing me, bro. And then what's so what crazy? Saying. is Everything not transphobic. It's sometimes so silly. And it literally Some be people, sometimes people won't want to. Really, just have open dialogue, like agree to disagree. Like, yeah, you can. I uh, know it's son. so hard for them to do that, bro. right? You can no, do that with hard. your son. Like, I'm okay with it. I literally ask my that's none of my business. It's so hard for them I to have, agree to disagree. That's what I'm saying, but I have questions. Like, yeah, you can do that with your son. That's none of my business. Hey, if you, right. you love it, I I love it. But I do have questions as a parent. Yeah, even if I didn't, even if you you know I was somebody who didn't approve of it i mean why do you have to come down my neck and tell me that that's not right for me to do that because you're technically doing the same thing that's the culture we live in if you don't agree with something you're automatically the worst thing yeah i know but that's what i'm saying i could say i was like i could tell you that the same thing man i could tell you the same thing literally right because it's the same because like that's like saying if we (laughs) it's literally the same thing it's literally it's like if we don't (laughs) do it we can literally say people who do do it because y'all rub it down yeah, people throw like, too like it come crazy but that's like, the problem all over culture right now it's literally if it's not my way it's automatically yeah, the it's worst wrong. thing ever yeah. like, like that's for, entitlement 
Like, and I saw, and my point is, I saw a lot of honest black people, a, a lot of a lot of honest uh, black parents who really just wanted to have quite like legit like a why i don't understand why people saying. can't ask why it's crazy our children can ask us why that, oh we we acknowledge it we need to they need to do that we need to let them ask us why but grown people can't ask other grown people why like that's stupid and they don't talk or we can and we can't ask children why either like that's crazy like what like that's why it's so scary man like the parent the parental role is like it's crazy. It's under attack, honestly. Like it oh, is, yeah, it and it's is crazy. Dangerous. Like to me that you know, because oh my god, I think about the younger generation now. It's just, it's it's crazy, man. Um, did you see that woman cut that baby girl's hair? Yeah, that was so bad. That see, that's but that was. I don't really. I'm gonna say real briefly about that situation. Y'all didn't see what happened, basically, baby daddy. I know the whole story. I went to the girl page, too. Yeah, basically, the, the baby father got his child's hair done and his son's hair cut. Like he went get him from school. Got him from school. Yeah. Got him looking nice, looking fresh, yeah. nice cuts. Baby mama gets mad, is very petty, decides to literally cut the hair off. Like, literally the, in front of the dad, outside. Right, like the daddy cuts the girl's beads off her braids head. Braids off her hair. Cuts her braids out. Like, crying. She's the crying. crying. The dad's and my, like, she's like three years old, look like. Right. So, just imagine a girl with the, the, the kid beads, the plastic beads in her head. Her mama braids, is baby. literally cutting them off, yelling at the baby daddy, like, yeah. I can do my daughter hair. Don't do that. And I'm right. sitting there this whole time. <laughs> I'm like, you don't care enough. You're about so your mad daughter. at this man that you could care less about your daughter. Right. Don't, like, that, and like, that's why I had to turn off the video because I'm like, how can you do that to a kid? Yeah, that like, was that, literally an innocent that, little child. That's why, and I hate to use this word, but that's the most <laughs> ghetto <laughs> no. ever. I was like, this is so ghetto. I'm not even lying. I was like, because it's childish. It was like... Grow up, like see. I was like, look at her. She literally was crying for real, like. Right. And her daddy had just posted a video saying how she was pretty, like, you know, gassing her up. You know, right. we as females, grown women, be like, oh, I got my hair did. You know, like, mm, I'm feeling some type of way. So like, I don't understand why people, you no know, people do that. Like, act like right. kids don't have emotional sides or like, like they have that's hearts. What I'm saying. When you co-parent, and we gonna close it out here. Yeah, co-parenting. It's literally the easiest thing ever. Yeah. If you guys can agree, yeah, that you, one that we're not together anymore, and it's squat shit. That's, that's what I'm it. saying. Co-parent is really simple when you have two adults working together. Yeah. But when you guys want to be petty, when you guys want to do stuff because you know it's going to trigger this response, because and I'm not and I'm not defending what she did, cutting the people hair, but I'm pretty sure the baby daddy knew. That if he wouldn't did that, it would it would get under her skin. So you think he did it on purpose? I'm not. I'm I not gonna say that, but I, I'm just saying he knew she would do something crazy because he already was recording. He knew. He knew. Like even when he was. Yeah, but he probably did that because she don't want to let her him see the right, kids. But my point is, once you get into but that cycle, that back she and would forth, not. Yeah, she it, said that it, she it, told him not to let people do her daughter hair. Right. So he goes and do it anyway yeah. because he knows she go cut up. Whether she, and she was wrong, I'm not saying he was. She wrong was for wrong. Doing from, it, she was he, wrong from a mother's point of right, view. Right, but he had the intentions of doing it to make her cut up to prove a point. 
yeah, that's that what she's I'm saying. crazy. Neither one of them consider the kids in that in that thing. So that's my point. Like parents, we gotta be better. The more story is we gotta be better parents, we gotta evolve. And your children gotta, are looking at we you. We can't we can't be afraid to ask questions about parenting. We can't be afraid to be parents. Yeah. We can't oh be afraid gosh. to make the tough decisions. Mm-hmm. We're not our kids will not always like this is something I, I really appreciate my mama now. She always used to say this, but I really understand it now. She always used to say, You not I'm, you might not like me all the time, but you will always love me. Yeah. And now that I'm older, I really I look agree. back and I'm like, man, she was so right because I it was times when I didn't like like the rules she had. Yeah, well, like she what she me, said. Yeah. But my love for her never changed because I knew she cared for me. And like mm-hmm. now that I'm older, I saw a lot and of she stuff. Just she just wanted to do the best. Me, she just wanted me to be the best. Yeah. So Yeah, that's it, guys. Like mm-hmm. and my thing is if you as people who listen to our podcast and I want people I wanna spread the the culture of being able to have dialogue without having to an argument, to, uh, and, argument yeah. and hate speech. Like being able we to should ask be able questions. To talk. Like whether it's, it's crazy. about the LGBTQ, whether it's about politics, yep. whether it's about parenting, relationships, race, everything. race relations. Be able to have a conversation with somebody without automatically fighting and yeah, being so going hostile. ham. It's just like too it's much. okay to have open dialogue, say your points, agree to disagree, right. and move on. But at least even if we disagree. I might take. I might learn something from. Yeah, me. or I might respect you enough just because you opened up to me. Like right, I might, but I'm saying I might. I learn might understand a, new, a little bit. A new, and I, it, we can learn from everybody. Yeah. Whether we agree with them or not, I might be able to learn something from you. You'll learn something from me, and now we're better people because of it. Yeah. We'll walk away we'll have disagreeing more knowledge. You're gonna on walk that. away with more we'll knowledge, regardless. Away, we'll walk away disagreeing on our personal convictions and beliefs. They might not ever. That's yeah. why they're personal convictions and beliefs. They're not universal. But you'll always have but more knowledge. I'll have the respect and I'll yeah. be more knowledgeable because we had a dialogue. Right. So that's that. Be peaceful. Blessed are the peacemakers. <laughs> Blessed are the peacemakers. Be peaceful. Be able to talk without all the homophobic and... I hate the, that. And don't, the be, don't, don't be the opposite. Don't much. be the you going to hell. Don't do that. Yeah. Let's have conversations and go from there. Be better people, man. Did you guys try the broom trick? Sorry. What? <laughs> I was asking our people if they tried the broom trick. <laughs> um, anyway. <laughs> yeah. And for the Christians who... <laughs> and for the Christians who... who who do you know? We we do have our beliefs. We will never win people over with hate. I just really want to preach that message. Right. Our job is not to hate. Our job is to be like Christ. Christ love, and Christ wasn't afraid to talk to people, mm-hmm. to go to people, to, to ask them things, yeah. to show compassion to people, to and understand. This, and, this the, and this is the last thing I promise we get know. If you. Don't tell me you're a Christian if you wouldn't, if you can't pray for that family. If you if you can't pray for Dwayne, the protection over them, pray for their mental space. Yeah. If you can't do that, you're that's you can't. Don't don't try to tell me you're Christian. Yeah. Because no matter what, our as Christians, we should not. That's not us. The hate, the 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 the, the you know, 
the judgment, oh God, the, the judgmental is ridiculous. That is, is not crazy. us. Yeah, that's not our job. We, our job is not to condemn the world. Mm-hmm. That's not, not our job. It's not our job. So that's that on that. And also, I think people. Um. Oh, I just want to say last thing. One last thing about that. Uh, understanding is not agreeing with someone. Like you know, because people think a lot of Christians think if you understand somebody, if you say I understand, because like you know. Um, that's what you get from talking to someone. Even if y'all don't have the same view, I understand that you feel that way. You know, you know, you find a comment. Okay, well, this is what you do. Okay, that's fine. Because I feel like understanding is how you get to agree to disagree. Okay, exactly. I heard you. All right, you know. But then Christians are afraid. Some Christians are afraid of that because they're like, no, you you agreeing. No, I'm no, not. I said I, I understand. Them. I understand where I come from. Yeah, I, I can. <laughs> I didn't suck it out. I agree now. <laughs> But yeah, they need to know. We have to know the difference. Yeah. That on that. Yeah, guys. Good night. Good night. Um, listen to pillow talking. Mhm. Stay fluffy. All right. Oh my God. I'm <laughs> <laughs> stay fluffy. Stay fluffy. Cause I was gonna say stay juicy, but you know we got we're in pill- on pillows, so. Stay fluffy. Stay fluffy. And you like talking your p- pillow, you know, talking your socks off. All right, that was good a night. good one, huh? That was no, a good one. It's terrible. <laughs> good night. Good night, guys.